Hello and welcome to All Aboard TII's Accessibility Podcast. This is a podcast about accessibility and sustainable public transport, brought to you by Transport Infrastructure Ireland. I'm Claire Scott and I'm joined by our All Aboard podcast host, Sarah O'Donnell. Throughout the series, we'll be hearing first-hand accounts from people who use and design public transport systems, and specifically the role accessibility plays in these experiences. And who is this podcast for? In the first instance, we hope to connect with people with disabilities who use our services. But also, it's for anyone who is drawn to human interest stories and has a curiosity to learn more. And of course, we hope to attract listeners who are designers and decision makers for transport systems, who through the podcast might get a better understanding of some of the problems and potential solutions that are out there. So without further ado, let's give this a go and get all aboard TII's Accessibility Podcast. Hi, Sarah. So what's coming up on this episode? Hi, Claire. So for this episode, I'm out on site in Lewis Finglas, North Dublin, and joined by some members of the Lewis Finglas design team. Basically, we go from stop to stop to look at what those areas look like now and what they look like in the future when the Lewis Finglas project is built. A short production note, as Sarah mentioned, parts of this episode were recorded on location. And while we hope this enhances the listener experience, there may be a small impact on sound quality in parts. Please enjoy. I'm here on site at Broombridge Interchange in North Dublin, and I'm joined by some of my Lewis Finglas design team colleagues to talk about the future Lewis extension from Broombridge to Charlestown. So Marcello Corsi is the Lewis Finglas project manager. Emer Fox is the project landscape architecture, the architect, excuse me, and Deirdre Miller is the communications officer. So it's a lovely September afternoon and we're planning to walk the route and hopefully paint an audio picture of this great project. Uh, Marcello, if I can start with you, can you maybe give a broad outline of the project for listeners, just to set the scene? Sure, uh, thanks Sarah and uh, hello everybody. Uh, Marcello is my name. So uh, Sarah uh, Sarah, um, introduced me, I'm the project manager for West Finglas. We've been working at this project for the last, I'd say, three to four years almost. So the project is a very interesting one. It's an extension of the Lewis Green Line, essentially, from Broombridge, which is the current terminus, towards the north, to Charlestown, almost at the M50. It is about four kilometers long. It counts the four new stops between Broombridge and Charlestown. There is a new park and ride for about 350 car parking spaces. Uh, and then it provides new cycling and walking facilities along approximately 60% of the, of the tracks. The journey time to the city centre is expected to be in around between 25 and 30 minutes from the terminus at Charlestown and the line is expected to be completed in 2035 according to the national development the current national development plan. There are hopes that we can anticipate the construction start and therefore we could be able to deliver the line earlier than that. But at the moment according to the national development plan is 2035 in operation. Okay. So hopefully a little bit sooner than that. All yeah, we all, we all hope that. that. Okay, so I mean, we're standing in the interchange, like I said, and on one side we've got the Lewis platforms, they have services into town, and then immediately beside that we've got the Maynooth line, the Irish Rail line, with services into the city centre and out to Maynooth. And we also have, you might be able to hear them in the background, bus services pulling up. So Marcello, how will this interchange 
change uh, once Lewis Finglas is in place? So really the interchange won't change too much from what is there today. We are providing the same level of facilities in terms of interchange. It's just that there would be passengers interchanging to a longer Luas line, if you know what I mean. So yeah. the Luas is not only from here going to the city centre, but is also going to Charlestown and vice versa. There will be people interchanging here coming from the M50, coming from Charlestown. But essentially, the Luas will extend first, goes west and then north towards the, um, the, sorry, the Tolka Valley Park. And it, there is a big bridge structure that will pass over the existing railway and the canal sure. here. So we can speak about the bridge maybe a bit later. It's a long structure, about 150-170 meters altogether, a curved bridge. Uh, which will be aesthetically very, very beautiful. We are, we are all working together towards that. Um, there will still be a level access for wheelchair, prams and all, uh, all the users between the Luas and the Irish Rail outbound platform. And the existing lifts and stair structure will be used to access Irish Rail city-bound platform. Sure. There are some ideas, whether we, we're thinking whether or not to extend the existing overpass of Irish Rail to just go to the other side of the canal. Because uh, one thing that we left to change is the existing steel ramp that now is accessing from, from Broombridge to the inbound platform of so Irish Rail. So from the old humpback bridge there, there's a steel ramp that brings There is you down a steel ramp at the yeah. moment that brings pedestrians down to the inbound platform of Irish Rail. That ramp, unfortunately, will have to go sure. because it conflicts with the new Lewis Bridge. There is no clearance. So we're looking at solutions and options there to keep that kind of connectivity uh, from the bridge to the inbound platform of Irish, Irish Rail. Uh, there will also be an interchange plaza, pretty much as it is today, with bus set down, vehicles set down and taxi services in the area. And then a, a secure and well-designed bicycle hub here, just, uh, we're thinking about under the bridge, sure. which could be secured and glazed all the way around, which will bring activity and passive security to the area. Yeah, excellent. That's nice, a bit of life. Uh, and Deirdre, you're the communications officer, so it'll fall to you to, uh, you know, try and seek feedback from people on the project. And just in terms of the, say, for example, the ramp um, coming down to the Irish Rail platform, what kind of feedback will you be looking for from user groups? Well, um, I suppose we'll be trying to get a sense already of how people use the space now. Mm. And like anything else on Lewis Finglas or any of our transport projects, we're trying to improve all the time and not leave anyone with less than what they currently have. Sure. So we'll be trying to get a sense of how people use the space, um, how they arrive here, where they go to, you know, the numbers heading towards Minutse versus town and how people literally get on to the existing uh, platform and from there you mentioned the ramp and then talking to the same uh, groups that we talked to to find out how people are using the space now we want to get um, their feedback on any proposed changes so Marcello had mentioned the ramp and we're looking at like that has to go so what will we put in its place yep. and you don't want to leave anyone at a, a disadvantage um, and really engaging with say user groups or disability groups to, to engage first-hand with them and, yeah. and listen to their feedback on what 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 we're proposing Very because good. they're going to be the ones using the service sure and then just in terms of services here I know there's buses to Tyrrellstown um, 
and they'll, they'll continue? They will continue and I think what's important is that um, we maintain an, enough space for like, drop-off facilities yeah. because not everybody is walking to, um, not everyone's going to walk to this uh, stop, to the interchange. Some people will be dropped off. Mm. Others like ourselves today might arrive on bikes and you've mentioned the secure bike parking that we're, we're hoping to, to put in. So that, that'll be a big improvement. But for... Um, yeah, for those who are arriving maybe um, from town out here and going on further afield by bus, we need to make sure that that interchange is as smooth as, as possible. Perfect. That's great. So really, uh, just looking at Broombridge, when we're facing the Irish Rail platform now, what we'll see is a rising ramp structure that'll be going in the direction of the historic bridge and then it'll turn northwards over the Irish Rail and over the canal and head up north towards Fingdus. So maybe if we just head up that way ourselves now and we can yeah. uh, talk further once we get to Tolka Valley Park. Great Thanks all. Perfect. Okay, so we're standing now at the south entrance to Tolka Valley Park at Ballyboggan Road and the tram will have come, it'll have left Broombridge Interchange, it'll have crossed the Irish Rail, it'll have crossed the canal and it'll have come down Broombridge Road. Can you maybe describe that, Marcello, for us? Yeah, Sarah, so uh, exactly as you said, the tram will have crossed already the, over the canal and the railway and then it would have chased kind of the, the road, Broombridge Road, because Broombridge Road goes downhill towards the Tolka Valley Park. Yep. So our ramp is chasing the road and finally will touch the ground just before Lagan Road, which is the, the junction before, uh, before, um, sorry, before Ballyboggan Bal Road. Yeah. Then we cross a grade, Lagan Road and Ballyboggan Road, and finally the line enters into the Tolka Valley Park and crosses over the Tolka River over a new structure. Okay. There will be a new bridge just parallel, very, very close to the existing stone bridge over the Tolka River. Okay. And Emer, so just on Broombridge Road, there's a proposal to just connect the Royal Canal Greenway and Tolka Valley Park. How will that look? Well, what we, we really recognise is that there's a great opportunity to link these two important green routes. So you have the Greenway along the Talca Valley Park and we have the Royal Canal. And what we'll be creating hopefully will be uh, a nice green link between those two really important amenities. So we'll be bringing in street trees. There's quite a gradient on the road. So we'll be looking to have benches and places for resting spots. But really having a comfortable and pedestrian and cyclist and um public transport priority link between the two so we think it'll be a fantastic way to link these amenities. Yeah because at the moment it's very industrial, very, very tight hostile. and very hostile. Yeah. Yeah. Very good and now we're standing in Tolka Valley Park itself, there's the beautiful constructed wetlands and there's the old bridge how will, you know, what, how will it look once Lewis is running through the park? Well, Lewis Finglas is really um, unique in that we're actually not in a core city area. So we're heading out and linking up a number of green spaces along the route. And presently, a lot of those spaces have railings around them, restricted access. Um, and that's how they traditionally were managed. But Lewis is going to be an open tram. So we're going to have open and clear links between all these green spaces, which would be great to have these safe, accessible routes going along by the track. So 
in Tocca Valley Park, you, we will have this new use, I suppose, in the park. It'll be a public transport, it'll have a green track on it, and alongside that we will have cycling footpath and we'll be looking to design it with, um, with uh, areas to rest, with tree planting, with um, really good quality finishes. So we'll get this really good route linking up these green spaces and it'll make them much more accessible, safer and open to a lot more uses, yes. we hope. Fantastic. And I think people probably maybe with mobility issues would be pleased that there is that separation between maybe higher speed bikes and walkers and we're also because we are in a valley there are um, there's a topography there are slopes coming down to the river so we really want to make sure that we don't um, have slopes that are too hard to navigate and that we will have different um, different routes for different users so we'll get as many people able to to um, travel along the routes with um, as much comfort as we can excellent now one of the Sorry oh, if I get across you there. No. No, can, can I just add, I don't know if we spoke about the grass track, that in green areas we're going to make use, extensive use on this line for the first time of grass track, which is essentially is a track immersed into the grass system. So you, you, barely, can, you barely see the rails sticking out of the grass. That means that there won't be any slab, any concrete visible, any ballast as the traditional stone kind of uh, railway environment. And this blends very well with the environment of parks, as, as, as Imer was explaining. And no trip hazards then as well? No it's trip nice hazard because the rails will be flush with the grass. Very good. And absolutely, it'll be more quiet as well, I suppose. It is going to be very quiet. It's actually the quietest track system that we have in Dublin. And that, that means, I suppose, that in areas like the park where you might have runners or cyclists or kids running around that we'll need to design the crossings really carefully and we'll be using planting to highlight them. We'll be using, um, you know, really visible materials at those crossing points so that it's a combination of hiding the system in the park in a way but also highlighting areas where you will be needing to cross and that, um, that will be, that's part of our design strategy. Yeah, so it's instinctive that people will, will you know, they won't feel... They'll feel at ease with the way the tram moves without and they'll know where to they'll cross where to through cross. landscape queues. Yeah, and that they they'll they'll be they'll be com- we're assessing pedestrian movement so we really want to make sure we're putting crossings where people cross. And actually on that subject, you um, and some others on the team have done some excellent work um, on just trying to analyse how people use the park at at the moment and then just work that back into the design and you used if you want to maybe tell people about the uh, service that you've carried out yes um well one of the issues with a lot of transport projects to date is there's a huge focus on car traffic and how many cars there are and where people are, are moving to but, but because we're going through open spaces we really wanted to understand how people use the spaces because um understanding who is in the space and more importantly for us who isn't in the space means that we can design for those users so for example we used a survey um, developed by a Danish landscape architect called Jan Gell and that allowed us to see how many older women were using the space. Gender comes into it, age comes into it, whether you're alone or with kids, whether you're commuting or whether you're there to enjoy a space. So by understanding who's using the park and we can see gaps where people don't use the park so we're going to try and design with those particular groups in mind to bring as many people out onto the street because the more people that are out in the parks and along transport corridors the safer they are. Fantastic. I think that's, you know, so innovative and hopefully it'll just lead to really lively and well-used spaces for everybody. Yeah. Okay, so I think we're going to move up through Talca Valley Park and up St. Helena's Park and we'll maybe uh, chat again at the top of the hill.
Okay, so we're now at the top of St Helena's Park, just beside St Helena's Road, and we've got the resource centre, St Helena's Resource Centre, and the creche beside us. Um, Imer, maybe if you'd just like to describe what St Helena's Park is like at present, what the sit setting is, and then maybe talk about, um, again, how the Lewis is going to change it. Um, and even, you know, we're beside Farnham Park as well, so you might want to talk about that too. Yeah, St Helena's is a funny space in Dublin in that it's, it's very much cut off from the surrounding housing areas, so it's nearly like a leftover space. And we, by bringing through the Lewis and the walking and the cycling routes, we're going to open up this space. Um, and we're, there's railings all the way around it at the moment. So again, getting rid of the railings mean that we have these connections between the open spaces. And one of the amazing things about St. Helena's is that Finglas is actually quite high. You don't realise, but the slope, the hill up from the river means that at this height, you have amazing southern views over the Dublin mountains. It's going to be a south facing slope. So it'll be a fabulous place to, to take a stroll, to take a walk it'll be secure because we have people moving all the time on the Lewis um, we'll have a stop up at the top of the park here which is beside the, um, the creche and the health centre so we're hoping to get connections between those so we'll get people walking around in a space that is, is very much underused having said that there's also great wildness up here and we want to keep that so when we're putting in say the grass track and the grass areas and planting it'll all be very much focused towards biodiversity and having a very soft feel to it but we're also really aware of visibility and access so that's going to be um, a, a, it'll make it a, a much more usable space and rather than being a buffer between housing areas we hope it'll be a link in Finglas. Very good and with those uh, lovely paths that are coming up through St Helena's there'll be a cycle path and then there's a lovely meandering path with resting areas. Yeah because because we're at a height there there is a slope so we're really going to have two separate access with a strip between it which will be planted which will also be part of our drainage um, concepts and it'll mean that if you're not you, it's all very well going down the hill but going up the hill if you want to take a breather or if you're not going as fast on your bike because there'll be something behind you there'll be spaces to be able to step off have a rest, enjoy the view, and continue on your journey. Very good. And going through um, Farnham Park, we're we're kind of skirting the perimeter of the park. Um, so, like you say, the pitches will still be usable. They'll still be usable. But again, the, the survey we did of people using the space shows that, especially weekends, there's a lot of sports which tend to be predominantly boys. So again, we'll be looking at ways to maybe bring uses for for girls into the park as well, which is part of the focus we have on gender equality to bring all people. And Marcello, um, maybe if you'd like to tell us about the stop platforms themselves. We're, we're standing here where St. Helena's stop is going to be. Um, so yeah. describe that. So St. Helena's stop uh, will be located at, on the upper part of the St. Helena's Park. St. Helena's Green at the moment, the green is completely fenced off. So it will be open because the Lewis has to pass through and also the cycle lanes will pass through. So really in Finglas, we had a, an incredible opportunity with this Lewis line because we're not in the city centre. So we had kind of a blank camp and we're trying to take advantage of that by enhancing the, the use of the parks together with the use of the Luas. So we had an opportunity to lay out the Stopsy in a very uncluttered and consistent manner. So the furniture are set out in a uniform way, which may, makes things much easier for blind users in particular. So, for example, the, the stops will, will have all the typical features of uh, Lua stops, like low platforms, uh, level boarding with tactile paving, help points, lighting, CCTV, passenger information display, and all the typical Lua's on board facilities. 
there is going to be a very good eye level standard of footpath links with the stops and pedestrian crossings. And then don't forget there is a bus service here, the 40 and 220 are adjacent to the stop, so there will be very good links between the bus stops and the Lua stop for interchange of very passengers. Good. So again, there will be plenty of activity and loads of interconnectivity. Absolutely, that's that's one of the strong points of Lewis Finglas is interconnecting all the transport, the public transport facilities in the area. Excellent. So when the tram leaves St. Helena's, like I say, it'll cross uh, St. Helena's Road and it'll go on the east side of Farnham Park and then cut its way north. So let's move up to where we're proposing to have the Lewis Finglas stop. Yes. Okay. Great. standing now outside Finglas Sports Centre and Finglas uh, Fitness Club on Mellows Road. Uh, we're in a kind of a fairly large surface car park. So maybe Marcello, if you tell us firstly about the route to here, like we, we were at St. Helena's yes. a while ago, how, did, how will the route have got from St. Helena's to here? Exactly, yeah, so from St. Helena's stop, as we said, we would be running along Farnham Drive, so uh, just on the, to the east side of the Farnham pitches, as we spoke about just, just before. Then the line will continue northward, uh, towards north and uh, along Casement Road, essentially. So there is a, a large green area in front of Casement Road, that's where the Lewis will be, on grass track again with a significant intervention from landscaping point of view. So then the line will run to the east side of uh, Patrick's Well Place Road and the road itself will have to be pushed against uh, towards the west just to make space for, for the line, for the Lewis line. Then finally we cross Kappa Road there and we run along Cardiff Castle Road. So the line continues along the north um, just to the east side of Cardiff Castle Road. Finally, we're crossing the Garda Station car park because if you, if you know the area, the Garda Station has a large car park just beside the building and we need to cross that car park to cross Mellows Road onto the new, the new Lewis Finglas, um, Finglas Village stop, which is just located where the Finglas Sports and Fitness Facilities, the Finglas Youth Resort Centre, just, just in front of the municipal facilities here. So that's essentially how the alignment will, will work. There will be a new plaza here with a new tree planting and seating all around the, the Lua stop. The Lua stop, you can imagine, is just parallel to, uh, to, uh, sorry, to, to the road here. And, and there will be interchanges with the bus services to Blanchardstown and Tyrrellstown. Uh, there is going to be a significant and important bike hub um, on the back of the stop. So direct access to Casement Road from the, from the bicycle parking. We're thinking to remove the main car parking area in front of the swimming pool, but because there is a crash here, the crash parking will remain in place, including some disabled parking spaces just, uh, just here at the plaza. Okay. Finglas Village is just, just to say that the stop is named the Finglas Village, while actually Finglas Village is about 250 meters away, but it's a very short walking distance over the bridge, over the, uh, the N2 road, and you'll be just, uh, just at Finglas Village in the, in the Five Arms Junction for people that know the area. There will be an improved walking environment, so the, the stop will be very accessible from all the areas. Excellent. And Emer, just from an urban design and landscape point of view, what kind of considerations will, will, will need to be taken into account when, when we're designing this space? Well, what we really want to do is to make a space here. So we have this really important collection of community buildings and sports buildings. And at the moment, there is, um, it's dominated by car parking to the front. 
as we're standing here, the sun is shining, it's south facing, it's actually it could be a really lovely spot. So in combination with the space that the Lewis will be taking over from the car parking, we'll be then be able to give back space for seating for people to, to wait if you're waiting for somebody to measure the fresh. And um, there's a, there's also your bike interchange. An important element as well is that there are really nice trees along uh, Mellows Road. So we're really doing all we can to maintain that mature structure of landscape sure. and then adding to it with, with more landscaping but really we want to make the Lewis stop to be a safe, accessible place really that um, you know you, you feel comfortable waiting for the Lewis, you'll feel comfortable if you're waiting for somebody to get off the Lewis or to meet them um, and it will transform the space here to a much more people centred spot Excellent, and Deirdre just, you've been involved in several other projects public transport projects and, and in some recent public consultations so in terms of feedback you're getting particularly from people with disabilities are, what are the recurring issues that come up? Um, so what we've we hear time and time again is accessibility as an is the stop in a useful place can I get to it easily can I be dropped off at it can I get a bus to this place and then when I'm there can I access whatever public transport I'm trying to access can I can can I get onto it Emer's talked about the how really the space is going to be transformed and you know that'll lead to increased safety as well you know it'll become a more pleasant place to to sit to while you're waiting and so therefore you know it'll be a safer space and it'll be more attractive space all of which I suppose adds to to the area to the experience of you um, traveling reliability is key I mean that's something we hear particularly with the disability that um, you know there's good information if there's any sort of an issue with the Lewis, the bus, the tram, whatever you're planning to get, that you you know in advance because a, a journey might be more complicated for you. Yeah. Um, so that's really important. And I think we mentioned before about the, the the layout of the stops in terms of information and in terms of how they feel is consistent. So you know where you are and you know where to find, find the, the yeah the things that you need. Very good. And I know that from the Lewis user groups that I attend, a big issue is the potential conflict between e-mobility yeah. and vulnerable walkers. Yeah, so that, that's something that that's is, hearing yeah, well. that we're hearing that and that's a big issue and it's only on the rise as well as, you know, um, e-scooters and e-bikes become more and more popular. So it's really important that we have, you know, clearly defined areas for, you know, uh, walkers as opposed to anyone who's on a bike or indeed, as you mentioned, the car parking to try and keep that separate so that if you are a little bit slower, maybe on your feet, that you feel safe in accessing an area and you're not going to get, you know, sure. run over by somebody. And particular care then in the design of shared spaces. And, yeah, uh, yeah plazas, that it's intuitive and you know where you're supposed to be and that you can easily access where you need. And as Eva mentioned, you know, some of the, like including seating. So like if you're tired, you know, and yeah. you need to just take a rest, that that, that would be available to you at some of the, at the stops. Very good. So Emer, maybe if you could describe where the tram is going from here. Okay, well, you we will arrive in front of the community buildings here. As I say, it's south facing, it's going to be um, a really nice plaza. Then we will go up towards Finglas Village and then turn left up Mellows Park, up along the line of the N2, which is at a lower level, kind of in a valley. We will be in Mellows Park, which is at the higher level. So it's separate from all of the roadways. It's again going within a green space to intensify the use within that green space. Again, as much said there's going to be green grass track along there um, and 
one of the important elements, as we said before, was understanding who uses Mellows Park. So there's a lot of people who are dog walkers. There are a lot of people who use this as a play area there. So again, we'll need to design all our stops and all our crossing points, taking into account the existing park users. But again, looking to see where we can bring more people into the park. Um, and so that that's our hope when we when we follow through to the the roundabout at the Finglas Road. Okay. So we'll just head up now to, I think, Margaret's roundabout and uh, pick it up from there as well. Thank you. Right. So we're standing now outside what is currently Pizza Hut on St. Margaret's Road, opposite Lidl. Uh, and to get here, we had to cross over the Finglas Road, the N2, on there's a pedestrian bridge that crosses that road and that's how, how people on foot are on bike cross that Margaret's Road roundabout at the moment. Emer, maybe you would tell us just a little bit about how that whole roundabout and road area will change for the better for pedestrians, we hope. Well, I mean, part of the key is that this is known as the Finglas Road, whereas we want to turn it into a street. And one of the ways to do that is to reduce the number of traffic lanes to have pedestrian crossings that allow people to cross at grade so you don't have to go over a pedestrian bridge um, so that's one of the key changes here is that the, the roundabout is going to be converted into a junction which has proper crossings and proper facilities for cyclists as well okay. because when you think of it we have traffic coming off the M50 coming down to this roundabout and speeding through into town but actually this is a really important link between the two communities in Finglas so we want to slow down traffic make it a safe crossing point create a linkage between the new housing areas and the older housing areas in Finglas and make a safer space for for an interchange at this point. Excellent so there's also going to be a Lewis stop here opposite the Lidl and what will that look like? Well, again, the loose stop, we're looking at the moment, this space is so dominated by the road that we want to have a place, make a place around the loose stop. So, again, we will have good quality materials, we will have bike parking, we will have landscaping, and, again, the most important part is that we will have really good connections to all of the communities around. So from the Lewis stop here, you because the road junction will be tightened, there'll be much better visibility, it'll be a safer spot and we're opposite Little, which is a, an attractor in itself, but at the moment it's very difficult for people in Finglas even to cross the North Road to get to Little. Yep. So all of that just will make it much more a pedestrian and a cyclist focused space and take the priority away from, from road And of traffic. course then you've got the Jamestown Industrial Estate and there are plans for that. It's been rezoned and there's probably going to be a fair amount of housing and new uses for that industrial estate. And it's a huge opportunity because there's a big area of land as you see here that's going to be developed over time to create a new neighbourhood really in Finglas. So we'll have the old neighbourhood, the established neighbourhood, this new neighbourhood and the Lewis stop really will be a connection between the two of them and a way to safely people to safely travel around their new neighbourhoods. Excellent. And there'll be routes, kind of green routes, cycle routes through that uh, potentially as well. Uh, absolutely. And not just cyclists on the road, there'll be cycle routes for all ranges and types of users. So we're, um, you know, we're not just thinking about people going from A to B, we're thinking about school children going crossing the road to go to maybe the new schools, to go to shops, to head up to Charles Land. So it's really focusing on, on the people who live here and giving a space that they can navigate safely. Very good. And Marcello, 
There's a proposal at the moment uh, still in planning to have a park and ride uh, near the stop. So tell us a little bit about that, how, how that will work. Sure. Yeah, the, the park and ride uh, will be located just uh, on the other side of the road from the stop. So it will be located where the little uh, supermarket is at the moment. So we are... Uh, speaking with Lidl and uh, we're trying to develop a plan which will be a joint plan together with them and essentially the park and ride will be in the form of a multi-story car park three to four stories accessible from the north road so it is dedicated to traffic coming in the city from the M50 mm-hmm. there will be a direct right turn into the park and ride into the multi-story facility on the back of the Lidl and then there would be a, a walk walking link through the little site onto the Lua stop across Margaret's Road so yep. it will be very well linked directly to the stop. The idea would be that traffic will enter directly into the park and ride and exit from the park and ride towards the M50 on the North Road only. Right. There will not be traffic accessing the park and ride from Margaret's Road. Right. Margaret's Road would still retain the access to the uh, shopping centre, to the little supermarket and little will not have a combined access with the park and ride. So just to explain, the two park, the park and ride and little would have different accesses. Okay. Uh, the other good thing to say is that there are going to be 350 car parking spaces within the car, park and ride plus bicycle secure parking spaces as well. There will, some of them will be e-charging spaces for electric vehicles. We're thinking about a 20%, but this is still under discussion. And then there will be um, a, enough number of disabled parking spaces in the park and ride itself. And clearly the connectivity between the park and ride and the stop will all be accessible for wheelchair users at grade. Very good. So, so that'll help, I suppose, keep uh, traffic out of the city centre to some extent and get people at exactly. the kind of outer edges onto public transport. And That's the idea, yes. Um, and made easier for everybody to get on and off. Um, and so we're at the bottom of Margaret's Road here, like I say, outside Little. We're close to the terminus now, we're not too far, but maybe if you describe the route as it travels up yeah, Jamestown. Yeah, exactly. As you said, this is just uh, just before the last stop. So this is um, th- there is another 700 metres to run before the terminus. Essentially, the Lewis will run off-road to the east side of Margaret's Road. Uh, there is going to be a two-way green track on this side with planting new trees so the road will look significantly different from what it is today. Um, uh, the road will be shifted slightly to the west and it will be made of two uh, lanes and two cycle cycle lanes as well plus a green buffer side or side and then you can imagine the Lewis on a green strip to the east. So uh, the line will terminate at Charlestown, which is just opposite the shopping centre and the tower of Charlestown, the residential building. There will be an interchange with buses there, significant interchange with all bus connects, which is the future, the future of the buses in Dublin. There will be cycle facilities and the road junction there at Charlestown will be totally redesigned to make it easier for pedestrians to cross, essentially. So the the junction will be squeezed and will be smaller, will be easier to cross and more accessible for pedestrian and cycle users as well. So that's the idea. Traffic calming, providing good quality public transport in a good quality green setting, essentially. Fantastic. So um, I suppose the once the Jamestown, you know, if we think of the this area say five ten years from now you'll have the Jamestown industrial estate significantly redeveloped you'll have a green uh, linear Lewis route running up and down St Margaret's Road and of course your cycle and walking routes as well um, which is quite a change um, okay so I mean we've we're 
if we think about the uh, terminus, really, that's uh, the end of our line for the time being. Emer, um maybe you'd like to just talk a little bit more about Charlestown Stop itself. Um, I know you had been speaking to locals about maybe using the space as well. Yeah, again, one of the key things with Charlestown is that it's so difficult to cross the road up there. So for even for a resident to come and walk with their kids over to the cinema or to the ice cream shop in Charlestown Centre is a real ordeal at the moment. So by reducing the number of lanes, we're taking space away from the carriageway and we're giving that back to pedestrians, to landscaping, to make a better place, really. We're also, there are some local community... Um, activists around the area who take great pride in their community and um, we've been talking to those and we really want to incorporate their aspirations for their neighbourhood into the stop area because it is the entrance to their housing areas as well so to really make Charlestown at the moment it's a town of two parts you have the shopping centre and the housing areas we're hoping that the Lewis and the reduced road will make it seem more like again a place that is, is joined and is linked together um, so that will be a major change at that junction. Fantastic. So Deirdre, um, what's the next stage uh, in terms of public consultation? Um, well, we're going to go out with um, to apply for a railway order in 2023 with Onboard Planola and that is a statutory public consultation and that will run for quite a while and we'll have drawings and all the information available in um, our offices but also online. We had a virtual consultation room that we had to use for COVID but it actually um, worked really, really well because a lot of people, it, it's just easier, either they can't come into us or don't want to and it's available 24 7 so we'll be going with that model um, as well um, so that is the formal opportunity or the opportunity to provide formal feedback on the scheme but between now and then we're just constantly as Ema said we're constantly you know we're meeting with people different you know the user groups disability groups local residents businesses and we're continuing to engage with them as we're refining the design and we'll keep doing that mm -hmm. between now and then um, and where possible um, you know to take on board feedback that, that, that we're hearing. And for the statutory public consultation, obviously the material will be in an accessible format, etc. Absolutely. And if people do want face-to-face -face meetings during that, we, we can... We welcome that, yeah. Um, and, and even in advance of that, um, if anyone wants further information or we've said anything here today and people want, have picked up on it and would like to get a bit more information already, they can go onto our website, which is uh, lewisfingless.ie. We've got a dedicated um, free phone number, which I don't remember offhand, but we'll put it on the website beside this podcast. But the, we have um, info at lewisfingless.ie is the email, and um, that's always monitored. But also um, they can get through, I believe, through yourself, through the Lewis user group. Um, and um, yeah, we're always, we're, we always welcome. Door is always open. Uh, always open and we, we welcome uh, questions from everyone. Excellent. So finally, everybody, that was, we couldn't have had nicer wed uh, weather, <laughs> not wedding, uh, we couldn't have had nicer weather. And it's, it, we've walked the route and hopefully kind of conveyed what the project is all about. But uh, like I know everybody loves working on this project. There are so many kind of positive things about it and everyone's working to make it a great project. So I'm just going to ask each of you uh, before we finish how you think, you know, if you, if you were to say one thing that you think project will benefit, will most benefit to people um, at the end of the day. 
So, I mean, maybe we start with you, Marcello. Yeah, project Sarah, manager. no, thanks. We're, we're very enthusiastic of this project. First of all, there is a great team in TII and in our consultant as well. We're all working hard to get it across the line to Umbar Planola, as uh, Deirdre said, at the end of the 2023. So, for planning permission, we're hoping it will get delivered earlier than what we said initially, uh, depending on a new national development plan. But what we think is that this project will benefit all the communities along the route in Finglas and Charlestown, users outside the M50 through the park and ride, and will finally bring the green line. So I would say the green line will finally become a north to south yeah. M50 to M50 connector through the core of the city centre. We could actually call it the university line, the campus line, because it crosses all the main universities of the cities and will bring so much uh, social inclusion to the city from the north to the south. So that's an important aspect of this uh, project, together with the landscape uh, aspect of the project, which Imer, I'm sure, will, will speak about. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah. So, Imer, how about you? How do you think it will be? Well, the same as everybody has said, it's been a really brilliant project to work on and we're looking at really new ways of looking at public transport. So we're looking at sustainability, we're looking at circular economy, we're looking at the importance of biodiversity and most importantly we're really looking at the community that we're serving by this line and that's that's there's such a vibrant community in Finglas and we're really aware of the use that they make of the spaces. So what I see, the, the real merits of Lewis Finglas is that it's a connecting project. You know, we're connecting community to the city centre, we're locally connecting spaces that have been um, fenced off, we're connecting um, biodiversity by creating planted corridors, we're connecting um, the schools and community facilities to um, cycling and walking routes, so the opportunity to, to bring a project that has so many connections and possible connections I think is a really positive and a really exciting way to, to approach it. Well said. And that's it for this episode. A huge thank you to our guests, Marcello, Emer, and Deirdre. We hope you enjoyed our conversation about the future Lewis Fingles project. Thank you to our host, Sarah O'Donnell, to Trevor Cudden on sound, to our production team, Kathleen Jacobi, Rachel Cahill, and Claire Scott, to Sinead Foley from TU Dublin, who designed our fantastic graphics, and to everyone else who helped make this podcast. Please send us your comments and feedback via allaboard at tii.ie. For more episodes from All Aboard, please go to Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time.